Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Sometimes a headline will make you just uh, screech the tires and, and pull off the road. And this okay. one did this for me yesterday. Um, this comes from TMZ. Ex-Laker Devin George, quote, Shaq did not S in my shoe. That's a lie. <laughs> what? I say, excuse me? <laughs> I must have I must have missed this. And so ex-Laker Devin George tells TMZ Sports that Shaquille O'Neal never took a dump in his shoe. <laughs> I mean, because why would why, why wouldn't you have to step up and defend that? He says, despite a rumor saying otherwise. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, this went down back in June. The Knuckleheads podcast, Quentin Richardson, Darius Miles, a couple of former NBAers, were talking with, uh, with Tyron Liu. Mm-hmm. And he recounted a story in which, apparently, Shaq used to do this to people. He used to, he used to be a... A shoe pooper? A shoe, a, a, a shoe pooper? He ain't like, do none of the, the poop over the toilet like they talking about, well, did he? He did? No, wait, no. He did that to uh, John Celestan and Devin George. Time out, time out. Please, please. please. I, I, I I need the story. You want the story? Really, yes, okay. please, please. <laughs> we need the story. <laughs> no, so so one day, um, Devin George, he was supposed to got the donuts or whatever. I don't know, but he didn't do it. And so Shaq said, all right, I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. <laughs> so we getting ready for a game. So Devin George, I think, uh, went and worked out on the court, came back, he was getting taped or whatever. Shaq goes in the bathroom, takes his shoe in there, he uses he, he <laughs> in his shoe. Takes his shoe, come back, and then he he um, hits it to the top where all it goes to the to the top of the shoe. So Devin George comes in, get ready for the game, put his shoe on, man's shoe I mean his foot slide oh, rock. No. <laughs> no, he did. Yeah, he did. Oh. Yeah. No, he did. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah. And then John Stellastan. We was a uh, Shaq went to the bathroom. Uh, he used the bathroom in a magazine, and so he he shut the magazine or whatever, right? <laughs> so he come back and was like, "Man, that car, man, on page such and such is crazy." Like, man, you see, like, yeah. So he's like, "John, you said no, I want to see it." So he grabbed a magazine, opened up, opened it up. It's a page full. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, he did all that crazy stuff, man. So that's Corey Tyron Liu. Oh my God, Shaq was a revenge pooper, I guess. Mm-hmm. And pooped the shoe. Devin George claims that's not true. He says it never happened. He says that's that's a lie. I know T. Lou started that. That's what he tells TMC. It never happened. I think he did that to someone in Orlando. Now it's an urban legend. I think he did that to someone in Orlando. I don't remember the dude's name, but he did that in Orlando. But he never took an S in my shoes. You think he did that to Grandmama? I don't know. Uh, Wasn't Penny? Grandmama down there? Little Penny. Oh, no, little Penny. Grandmama. Who did he play for? Oh, he played for Hornets. Charlotte, right? Charlotte yeah. Hornets. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it was 
Maybe it was Penny. I don't know. Name another Magic player. Yeah. Besides Shaq and Penny, name somebody else who's played for the He's Magic. He's probably not pooping in Penny. Byron Scott. True. Uh, Scott Skiles. Nick Anderson. <laughs> name somebody not on that team. <laughs> name somebody since. Name somebody in the last five <laughs> years that has played for the <laughs> Orlando Magic. Magic. Name me Magic since. That'd be a good one. So, uh, whose shoe would you poop in? 913-586-7610. It's pretty simple. I thought that was just a great headline. Like, the, he's got to the, get Devin George at an airport. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Did Shaq poop in your shoe? Yeah. What? Well, excuse me. Excuse no, me. he never pooped in my shoe. Trying to take a flight for the holidays. So I don't know that I believe it. I think Tyron Lou heard that it happened, but didn't witness it. That's my feel. Oh, one of those. And I then, got you. Yeah, I heard about it. I, heard he, urban did, I heard he did yeah. this, but never witnessed it. Okay. And then Devin George is like, well, it wasn't me, but I heard it happened to Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it, none of it ever happened. Okay. That's my belief. All right. I mean, I, I kind of. I'm hoping it did. part of me that, that would like to say no, no. Right. Shaq did not poop in the shoe. I want this to happen so bad. Yeah. But if you. I, I, I when is that TNT t- is tonight? NBA on TNT is tonight, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Maybe well, I, you got to think like Kenny and Charles are going to bring this up. Think. I would imagine. I would hope. I would think. Uh, like they or, or they may do something like Shaq. If you don't like what I say, please don't poop in my shoe. Like there's there's got to be something about that tonight. I would hope on that show. Yeah. But for me, the answer's simple. There's only one answer for whose shoe would I like to poop in. It's uh-huh. Joe Burrow. Mm. That's it. For I me. thought you were gonna go Eli Drakewitz. No, I wasn't sure there. No, no, I, yeah. I, That's I, I poop in his shoe. All of a sudden. As a Kansas fan, I like that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He got me fired up, man. Yeah. He's doing yeah. his job. He's doing his job. I can't complain about yeah. Coach Drinkwitz. Yeah. I'm pooping in Joe Burrow's shoe. Does he put it on? He still still can't get him. He slide around. I mean, if he's got poo in his shoe, are we going to want to tackle him then? I don't think so. Yeah, but if he's got poo in his shoe, he's kind of walking on his tiptoes, and he's like not wanting. Yeah, to, still can't. You know, push down still, on still it. Still can't hit him. I don't know if I want poo in his yeah. shoes. Nine one three five eight six seven six. Don't name. <laughs> don't name more Orlando Magic players. Okay, we were, it yeah. was a joke. Not really. I couldn't name. Yeah, them all I forgot Horace Grant. I am. I am. I do I forget am. Dwight Howard. JJ Redick played down yeah, there too. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah. Yep. So, um, Joe Buck. Is uh, is already coming? Of course, oh. boy. We just can't let Joe Buck go. It's so good. Yeah, why? It's so like, good. Like, like not even uh, like he doesn't even do our games anymore. Yeah, not even Brock Myers has much hate for Joe Buck, and he hates his stinking face. Right. Uh, Joe Buck would be in the show. Yeah. Last week, I wouldn't have wanted to poop in Burrow's shoe. If you would have asked me last week, I probably would have said maybe Rob Manfred. <laughs> I don't know. Like the commissioner. Nah, not even him. He's he's his hands are Russell. Tied. Russell. Yeah. Westbrook or Wilson. Wilson. Okay. Wilson. But I don't know. I don't also don't want him to play better either. Yeah. I'm like worried about the backfiring of this. Maybe Poon shoe would help. I don't know. Russell Wilson would probably be my answer. Yeah. yeah. So that's your answer right yeah, now is yeah, Russell. Yeah. Beat up, who's your Poon, answer Poon right now? You know, I'm I'm gonna poop in uh Lynn Elliott's gotta get the poop no matter what. You know, that's just something that, that Near and dear to my heart. Not even our interview with them. You know, it was a great interview. It was well done. Gotta still pooping in. The, still hey, pooping in. Can't let it go. Why right. not Elway instead? Like go go out for well, somebody else. He's used else. to pooping his shoe. Mm. That's true. He is a horse. Mm. Yeah. Somebody wants to poop in my shoe. Why? Wow. I don't know. You don't have it. What any. did you do? I don't, I don't know. He hasn't gotten it. Maybe yeah, they poop actually, in your shoe. The Chiefs will give you some my, shoes. My shoes. Let's not do that. Yeah. Uh, time for someone to poop in Bob's shoe. Watch out for Schwert. Oh, wow. Yeah, Nick may do that. Nick Schwert. But I don't take my shoes off at work. Most likely to poo in somebody's shoe here. 
Oh, Nick Short. Uh, yeah, no question. Definitely. Yeah, Nick, Nick Short would poo in your shoe, watch it through the glass, and bum a cigarette yeah. off you. Skip Bayless, you get a vote. Mm-hmm. I'm pooping your shoe. Yeah, I'm sure. Everybody on Get Up except for Ryan Clark. I'd poop in all their shoes. What a great story. Why would anybody want to say it's not true? Because it's gross. It, well, it is. <laughs> but it's, it's a great Imagine story. sliding your foot in there. Oh, I mean, oh. look, it, it, you, you know what you do when that happens? You just go, hey, you, know, you got me, man. Whatever. I just go boys out and play. Being boys being boys. I just go out and play. The cleanup of it all. I, I, I just, I would think, you? I think would you oh, not clean yeah, up, just, you just go play? Oh, I, I'd be in on the bit at that point. I can't let you get away. You're in the NBA, man. Shoes are a dime a dozen out there. They got rooms with shoes. Just go get yourself a new pair of kicks. I'm going out there, pulling the shoe. I'd balling. I'd poo in Tyreek's shoes. Tyreek Heels shoes. Tyreek like Heels shoes. Yeah. That's good. Someone wants to poop in uh, Ali Farouk Manesh's shoe. That's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. Hey, Joe Buck came in from the text line. We got a Joe Buck. Again. I know. <laughs> I know. Say another Joe Buck. Well, of course. I knew Joe Buck was like number one. We can't. Someone says he'd get a watery one. Jeez. Oh, God. Somebody wants Jeez. to poop in Grayson Allen's shoe. Mm. Mm. Somebody wants to poop in J.J. Reddick's shoe, Dwight Howard's shoe. No, I think those are naming former Magic oh. players. That was Horace our, Grant's shoe? Ask. No, those are those, again, former former Orlando Magic players. Somebody wants to poop in the BM shoe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised Sphincter hasn't come in there more. It is. There, yeah, it, is. there it is. There it is. There it is. A lot of C dots coming in. Keep coming, 913 I don't. He I don't. didn't defend him on our show. No, he just laid out the reasoning. Yeah. He didn't like it, but he, he had the reasoning correct. Mm-hmm. That was the reasoning. The reasoning doesn't work. No. It's just that they were scared. Yeah. That's okay to admit it. Cheese fans need to do a little, a little sorting. The uh, the micro and the macro. We'll get to that next. Tesco in the morning. Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. The voice of Chiefs Kingdom, Mitch Holtis, joins the show every Friday at 730. Yes! On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. 
Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The uh, NFL Man of the Year nominees are out. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is one of the 32 finalists for the Walter Payton Man of the Year. Each team uh, nominating with uh, with uh, one player. And Patrick Mahomes is going to be up for the NFL Man of the Year honor, the highest NFL honor. Is Aaron Judge up for that honor? He is not. Well. He is not. He's up for every other honor. Every other yeah, honor. He yeah. got Time Magazine Athlete of the Year, did Aaron Judge. That's pretty good. They expect maybe today, tomorrow, sometime in the future, he's going to sign with the team. What team for how much? Well, I don't know, but he was down at the uh, the Bucks game last night and was shaking hands with Tom Brady in the huddle wearing a Mike Evans jersey because Mike Evans was at a Yankee game wearing his jersey, so he he's returning the mm. favor, right? Mm-mm-mm. A lot of people thinking Tom Brady and him were talking about going to San Francisco together. Could you imagine being in San Francisco, Aaron Judge and Tom Brady are now playing in, in your city off, in, in the, the same, basically, offseason off season for each team? Ooh, yeah. Boy. Uh, someone wants to uh, to poop in Jeff Triplett's shoe. Uh, did DJ text him? That was Joe and Gladstone, oh. so he's got DJ's back. Gotcha. Uh, Lock and Fora. Oh, yes. Their boss. Someone says, my boss's shoe. People can't let Lock and Fora go either, and rightfully so. Joe Buck was never mean to Kansas City. No, he was just... I mean, the guy dominated us. What do you want? Who dominated us? The the pitcher guy. Oh, Bumgarner. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I was like, Lock and Ford didn't dominate no, us, but he no. was mean to Kansas City. I mean, Joe Buck was like saying it what it was. The yeah. guy was dominating us. I mean, he was almost on the most serious performances ever. I was mad at Bumgarner, right. not Joe Buck. <laughs> Still mad that Alex Gordon didn't hustle uh, out the box, but whatever. Uh, someone wants to uh, Dookie and Jerry Jones' shoes. Hmm. Yeah. I'd rather walk in his shoes. I'd rather <laughs> walk in his shoes. Too. Yeah, that's all. You know, those are some nice shoes too, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah. like handmade, yeah. original, soft yeah. leather shoes. Yeah. I'd take that boat out, like um, Smales and uh, yeah, or not, not Smales, the the uh, the Rodney, uh, Rodney character, Al Cervic. Yeah, Al Cervic. Yeah. I'd Al Cervic that boat of mm-hmm. Jerry's around the bay. Be a lot of fun. <laughs> Yeah, you think you like? Do you think Jerry Jones has ever been to like a floor shine, or do you think he just like has people come to his office and make shoes for him while he's at his right, desk? Right. No, there's a cobbler. There's yeah, a cowboy. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. Jerry has a personal cobbler. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he calls that guy in and says, "I need a pair of blue suede today." And that guy and he yeah. sits there at his desk yes. and eats his Whataburger hot out the sack. Mm-hmm. And while he's eating his hamburger. The cobbler's underneath the desk creating shoes for him. Correct. Yeah. That's how it works. Okay. I'm or just making sure. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Everybody needs a good cobbler. Uh, Dane and Hughes, Chiefs color analyst, coming up in about uh, five minutes. I think there's a definite separation. Look, yesterday was tough on everybody. Nobody uh, wanted to lose that game to Cincinnati. You lost that game to Cincinnati. How do you deal with it? Is the sky falling? Blah, blah, blah. Me, it's, it's, it's a little 50-50 because... No, it's not over. You can still attain every single one of your goals. It's not even not even close to be. You're still going to playoff team. You're still going to win your division. Was it over when the um, Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? You still have a shot at the number one seed. 
fact, though, you have lost head-to-head to the two best teams, it looks like, in the AFC. Mm-hmm. They'll probably be the two best teams in the AFC when we get there. Um, so you've lost the two contenders, and you played another one, another team that will be in the postseason, assuming the Titans win their division, another division winner that played you awfully tough. That's right. So you got to get better. But other than that, and I, and I, I, you know, I have a strike now in Survivor, but that's very personal. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that's my bad. I played Survivor wrong this week. You know, no, what, you didn't. No, I did. I did. While I believe the Chiefs were going to win, that's not how you play Survivor. Now, I did want to put my money where my mouth was and, and back up the Chiefs, and I thought they're going to win the game, what have you. But um, to play Survivor, you take the easiest game. That wasn't going to be the easiest game, no matter how you. No, you should have taken the Cowboys. So, in order, to, you you take the teams you have left and you pick the easiest game you think is going to win for sure. I didn't do that. I went with my I went with my heart in that one. It burned me, but. And from a from a macro, I don't I don't nothing's changed. You've you've let the field catch you a little bit, but everything's still out there for you. Just go get go get better over these next five weeks, and I'll be we'll all be good with how we're going to look heading into the postseason. When the season starts, the number one goal for the Kansas City Chiefs, and every team will say this, but a lot of teams don't have that realistic shot because they don't have Patrick Mahomes. But the goal that we say every year for this team now is to get to the Super Bowl. Is that goal still attainable? The answer to that question is 100% yes. Is it going to be the easy route maybe through Arrowhead to get there? Maybe not. There's still a lot of season to be played out. But I felt like yesterday, you know, we got so bogged down in the micro that we forgot about the macro part of this thing. And everything that you set out for at the beginning of the year is attainable. And I would imagine most of the people that we've seen, and again, like I believe Twitter is the is is the vocal minority, 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 minority in all of this. So when when you see people saying things on social media, you have to take it with a grain of salt. And I ask myself is, you know, the guy with two kids who's, you know, running around doing 18 different things, upset about that loss. Yeah, but he's going to move on. And he still understands that this team is nine and three. That's the macro way of looking at things. They lost a game. Every team in the NFL in the history of this league has lost at least one game during the season, except the 72 Dolphins. So losses happen in this league. But I think one of the things that we've had here happen in Kansas city since 2014 is arguably the best postseason run of any city in the United States of America. And what I mean by that is the Royals get to the playoffs. They don't just get to the playoffs. They make it to the World Series twice and win it. The Chiefs don't just get into the playoffs. The Chiefs have been in the AFC Championship game for four straight years and have been to two Super Bowls and won one. You start to look at that level of success that Kansas City has had in the playoffs, and you start to think, damn, we're really spoiled around here. And so when I see people upset that the Chiefs are now, God forbid, the two seed in the AFC and are pissed about that. I'm like, man, we have come from one end of the spectrum quickly to the other end of the spectrum. You can't get spoiled by this. It's nine and three. Still enjoy every moment of it because before you know it, there will be a three and nine season in our lifetime again, right? We'll be sitting here at three and nine going, what the hell happened to those nine and threes and being upset about all that stuff. So you have to look at the macro thing. Everything is still attainable. Everything is still out there. Everything is still ready to go for this team to go out there and grab it. They just have to do it. And I think they will. I think this loss is the last loss we will see until 2023 in the regular season for the Chiefs. They are going to win out. I think this is the Nashville game. I think it's that type of feel 
this team, in my opinion, is not going to lose another football game. But if they do, it's not the end of the world. And if they lose in the playoffs this year, it's not the end of the world. Most teams, when they do make the playoffs, lose in the playoffs. We've just been spoiled by the Royals and the Chiefs that each time our teams in our lifetime have made the postseason, really, they've gone to the ultimate championship round. And it just doesn't work like that all the time. We've had some spoiled postseasons here in the last seven years. They've been great. Great. Wouldn't trade it for the world. But that's not reality. A lot of teams make the postseason, don't make it out of the wild card round. We've been so lucky and so fortunate. We've got to appreciate that. So, Macro, hey, man, it's all good. We got five games coming up to run the table. Let's go. In the the week-to-week world we live in in the in the, uh, the NFL, yeah, though, yeah. AFC's tighter all of a sudden. All right? of a sudden yeah. it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. They, no question. Like, there's a bunch, like, okay, there's a bunch of team, bunch of contenders. Right. Uh, playoffs won't be easy. Lost two playoff teams already. Yeah, yeah. Played another one close. And, and, and like, close games to those playoff teams. Yeah. Winnable, but, winnable but still. Very yeah. winnable. Yeah. Like, you don't fumble the football. And again, Travis had 27 Bengals on his back, right? It's about all he could do. He fumbled the ball. It happens. But if that play doesn't happen, you win the game by 11, at least in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> right? Again. And quite honestly, I, I, was love, there, I, I love that that drive is a two-yard run and a big Kelsey catch, and we were scoring a touchdown. Right. But I, we all felt it. Everybody felt you, it. Oh, you felt it. Everybody was, felt you it felt like it. that's where the momentum yeah. was going to swing. They were going to go down there and punch it in and make it a you know double-digit lead and forget it. I mean, think about this for a second, okay? Before the season started – People were picking the Chiefs not to win the division. Some even said they weren't going to make the playoffs. They weren't going to be any good without Tyreek Heal. They've shut up all those critics. And all the teams that they thought would overtake the Chiefs are under 500, with the exception of the Los Angeles-San Diego Chargers in Anaheim, who are 6-6 six and six and lost to the Raiders last week. So I think we're doing okay. Imagine having those preseason. Imagine being a Denver Bronco fan from where you were on no, March twentieth. Oh, sorry. To where you are today, in that nine-month span, you went from the ultimate high to the ultimate low because Denver is the worst team in the NFL this year. How about Raider fan? Oh, we got Devontae Adams. We're coming off a playoff berth, three and nine. Or if you're the San Diego Chargers of Anaheim in, in Leavenworth or wherever they play, you've got yourself a team. That is, what is it, Englewood? You, you've got, I don't know, Leavenworth, Englewood, I don't know. Sure, uh, I'm on a roll, let me go. You, you've, you've got a team in, in, in uh, you know, uh, Hollywood out there that is anything but Hollywood. Or if you're a Rams fan, you're coming off a Super Bowl win, it's the worst defensive title of all time. The Chiefs just continue to win. They're such an anomaly. Ten years under Andy Reid, nine times in the playoffs, nine times over ten wins. It's been bizarre, the success that we've had. Bono looking to pass the football, throws in the middle. Pass is cut, touchdown Kansas City. Touchdown Chiefs, touchdown Chiefs. Daniel Hughes took the bullet over the middle from Steve Bono. First to ten for the Chiefs at the 14 of the Steelers. Halfback pass, Marcus Allen right side, touchdown. Kansas City, Dayton Hughes from Marcus Allen. Expert analysis, news and views. 
from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes. This so-called number one defense in the NFL that hadn't played anybody during the last part of the season, and we showed who was the best team on this field and deserved to host another AFC championship for four straight years. But you can call him D-Nice. Just call me D-Nice. Dana, you were frothing Tuesday when we talked to you heading into the, the Cincinnati game. How have you dealt with the aftermath? Uh, it, 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 I wouldn't say it's been tough, but it, you know, it's kind of one of those deals where you just kind of tip your cap. It's like, okay, like, you know, you beat us the first time. Okay. We have an opportunity of revenge on our home field to go to the Super Bowl. You beat us the second time. Okay. Now you got a, a you know, not yet a full year, but about, what, 11 months, 10 months to kind of build it up, build it up, build it up for revenge, and you beat us again. At some point, you just got to say, okay, we'll tip your cap. You know, now you got our number. We basically played three identical games. <laughs> they all ended pretty much the same, and now we are, you know, we're on to the next week. And if we see them in the playoffs, hopefully we can step up to that challenge. But, you know, right now it's just kind of one of those deals where, uh I feel like the high is gone. Like I was high on revenge and retribution last week. And now it's just like, oh gosh. Well, I'm you'll get that thankful. high back going to Denver this weekend. Don't worry about that. You'll be okay. From... <laughs> oh, that a different. Oh, uh, but, but I, I, I think though, Dane, and like I, I was with you last week, fired up, ready to go ticked off about the loss and the way that things ended this, this past week, obviously. But I want to know from, like, your perspective. I, I assumed, like, John Elway was kind of like your kryptonite back in the day, right? Why do certain teams have this stranglehold? Like, Andy Reid is 1-8 and eight in his last nine against the spread versus the Bengals. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, and, and you know, what's frustrating about their team and this game is, like, every other team before these last three games we played them, Every other team hits the quarterback. Every other team sacks Joe Burrow. He came into the game lead league, uh, league leading 33 times sacked. Like, and we can't get to him at all. Like, not like we get to him two or three times and maybe he just makes some magic happen and you kind of just tip your cap. But, like, we don't get to him at all. And I don't understand that. I don't see how we can be like that contrast with our defense where when you know Justin Herbert's back there when we're playing against mobile quarterbacks when we're you know we're able to kind of dial in and get to the quarterback and create havoc in the backfield and get strip sacks and tip balls and uh, interceptions and when Joe Burrow's back there like everything just slows down and to me that's part of the frustration because you would think that of all the players on the field like Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow, they will be forever linked in regards to two great quarterbacks of this time. And there's nothing Patrick Mahomes can do to affect Joe Burrow, and there's nothing Joe Burrow can do to affect Patrick Mahomes. But there is something that Chris Jones and Frank Clark and those guys can do to affect Joe Burrow, just like they do to other quarterbacks. And how they can't just is baffling to me and I'm sure it's frustrating to them as well well darn it I was gonna be the kid that was going but why Dana why can't we do it why you were supposed to be able to tell me because yeah you're 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 echoing how I felt like man everybody else is doing it why 
Why, why is he so tough to bring down by the chiefs? Cause I've seen this chiefs defensive line when they're playing well, they're playing well. When you see the linebackers run downhill, they're doing that. None of that happened this week. Yeah. I mean, they uh, just got to give them credit. I mean, it, it, it's, as you can tell, it's kind of tough for me just to kind of, yeah, let's just give them credit. Like it, it, that's kind of how I feel because like this game, when we play them, we play totally different than when we play everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's not that they have like the 1990s Dallas Cowboys offensive line. It's not like, you know, he's Tom Brady back there and has this great ability to, to check down and not take hits, get protected by the officials. It's not like that. It's just that he's got our number and they got an extra swag to them. They, you know, talk trash. They don't mind. Hey, you know, Jamar Chase, gets a a penalty they don't mind it like yeah i'm sure there was some yelling on the sidelines but it's like they knew going into the game the first time they scored the first time t higgins got a pass that they were gonna you know throw up some kind of uh you know taunting in the face of justin reed and the defensive backs and they were like okay like they're cool with it like and that adds to the frustration as well it's just one of those deals where they have our number now Hopefully they don't have our number when January comes because if we have an opportunity to play them again, I don't have a problem playing them there. If we have to play them there, I'd love to play them at home. I feel like our fans would be rabid, but we got to move on to Denver and we got, because Denver has a good defense and we can't allow this one loss and the hangover effect to come into play where now we are, you know, stretching for, you know, not having a streak of losing games. And, and during this time. Well, and I think too, Dana, though, the, the Chiefs have been really good at not letting, you know, one become two, two become three. They've done a really good job of throwing away a bad game and moving on. And you mentioned Denver with a good defense right now, but the Dallas Cowboys have scored more touchdowns in the last three weeks than Denver has all season long. Knowing that going in, players are human too. How do you not let Denver sneak attack you in this one? Well, I think when you have a desperate team like that, that's kind of unraveled and you got Russell Wilson and, you know, they're stuck with him. Nathaniel Hackett, who I've known since he was a little kid, because his dad was my offensive coordinator with the Chiefs. Um, they're desperate and he's probably desperate for his job. And he has to, as an offensive minded head coach, uh, he has to figure out, hey, how do we create some kind of spark on this offense? And so this this is the game where you might see a flea flicker. This is the game where you might see a reverse pass. You might see them pull, pull out all the bells and whistles to try to generate some kind of energy in their stadium so that they're not getting booed off the field as an offense and hoping that the defense continues to save them. Uh, on the flip side, the defense is going to be frustrated because they're going to be, I'm sure they're going to be trying to like, strip the ball. They're going to be trying to do different things without giving up big plays because they know that the pressure's on them to help their offense. So uh, I, I just feel like this is one of those games where you don't want to give any more life to anybody that's dead. And the Denver Broncos are a dead team right now. And we got to figure out how not to allow anything that transpired this past weekend affect us this weekend. Where do you draw the line, Dan, between you mentioned a desperate team or a team that's three and nine and it's the holidays and they're done, they've checked out, they're packed in. How do you draw that line? Well, in the end, everybody's a professional. And the one thing about the NFL that's not 
like baseball, that's not like basketball at the professional level where you you don't bring up G League guys, you don't bring up guys that you're trying to get some some major league playing time because they played in AAA and you want to get them a few starts. Like in football, when you get on the field, everybody is playing to win. Everybody is playing for their job. And uh, they don't watch as much film in other sports as they watch and dissect in football. So as a player, you recognize, like, I don't want to put anything bad on tape that can reflect and affect my career. And that's what I'm sure the the mindset is with any leadership that's in the Denver Bronco locker room or any other team that is pretty much out of the playoff hunt. To me, that's their mindset. They got those players and those leaders got to be able to tell everybody in that locker room, hey, don't don't let up. This could be your last game. This could be your last opportunity. You don't want to have that negative uh, perception of your slacking off or not giving a hundred percent on tape because that tape gets circulated around to all 31 other teams. So that's the mindset from a player's perspective. And who knows? I mean, they've been in some tight games uh, this season. And it wouldn't. when you get to this part of the season, you start to become a spoiler if you're not looking to be able to be in the playoffs yourself. And uh, I'm sure there's nothing better than the Broncos would love to be spoiling some of the Chiefs' playoff hopes or at least the hopes of playing uh, playoff games at home. And you're right. If if they don't, that crowd could get mean. Oh yeah. On on Sunday, if that team <laughs> is uh, is flailing out there against the Chiefs, that that building going to turn on that team fast. Good. And that'll yeah, be great. First two first two series, if we force them a three and out, like that that might deflate them for the entire game because the fans they'll be playing against thirteen people. <laughs> It'll be our defense and, and our fans that'll be up there and their fans. So uh yeah, we it's essential that we kind of start fast against them to get them out of that game. Yeah, you, you nailed it because the fans are gonna be going into that game on the edge of their seats waiting for that three and out and waiting <laughs> to boo. Because I I would bet a lot of them are going there while they, they want and hope to see their team knock off the Chiefs because it is a, a quote unquote AFC West rivalry game. But I think a lot of them are in there going with the express written consent of just getting ready to boo to let their feelings be known that change needs to happen and, and really to let that new owner feel that the fans are not happy. And they have an opportunity to do something like we did back in 2012 of, you know, flying banners and all that kind of stuff out in Denver because new owner means big changes are probably coming after this season. Yeah, I think so. And and unfortunately for Nathaniel Hackett, you know, he's coaching not only for his job, but for maybe future jobs uh, as a head coach, he'll probably be a guy that, you know, will be relegated to a quarterback coach or maybe an offensive coordinator or a pass game guy down the road. But, you know, he's got to be looking at it as well as like, yeah, this is my first opportunity, but I don't want it to be my last either. I haven't thought about that. And you wonder too. Oh yeah. I he's mean, one and done. Admit, well, this yeah, thing, yeah. But I'm, but I'm saying even future jobs. Cause I mean, what you can't hire this guy. This again. is a, this was a great setup. Yeah. Yeah. It looked like it was going to be a great, a great setup. He's inherited good defense. They were just a quarterback away. You got a, a quarterback who's, who's been there and done that. Uh, this may be trouble for his, his, his future head coaching uh, prospects. Yeah. I mean, think about it from that perspective. Like you said, you go and get one of what most people thought before this season was probably a top 10, top 12 quarterback in the league who's had a championship, who's shown he's been a leader and he's probably going to get blamed for the lack of offensive production this season. Now, how much of that blame should go to Russell Wilson and how much of it should go to Nathaniel Hackett? 
who knows, but when you get a guaranteed $250 million, you're probably going to get the brunt of that blame as a head coach. And I don't know if that's fair or not, but that's the the nature of the business. All right, Dana, uh, don't be throwing any more plates and bowls and glasses and all that <laughs> tantrum stuff you were doing on the plane. And, uh, and you don't we'll, ruin uh, that fine china. Take that off the plane and give it to me. I could use some new we'll, plates. We'll see you. We'll see you next. Yeah, week. I learned a lesson. Don't fall asleep during takeoff when you have a food tray uh, uh, right in front of you. What happened? That doesn't bode well. Yeah, it 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 slipped down and almost slipped into my lap, but I was able to knock it away so I didn't get any food, any spaghetti, or anything on me. But uh, it then went onto the floor and down the aisle and. All that good stuff. So, yeah, it made a little bit of a racket. I thought you were going to say you fell asleep and Andy drew a mustache on you. <laughs> no, maybe next trip. <laughs> now, something rolled all the way to the back of the plane off of uh, Dana's tray. No one knows what it is. It just, you, every, everybody heard it. It just rolled all the way by everybody. But <laughs> usually you're asleep by takeoff, but maybe next time. Yeah. Yep. Thanks. I will be asleep again, but I just won't have any food in front of me. Smart. I've learned my lesson. There you go. We all had to learn from this game. That's what you took out of it. It's good. Yep. All right. <laughs> Whatever it takes, man. Thanks, Dayton. Dayton Hughes, Chiefs color analyst, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio. Um, the NFL flex is back. And it's glorious. Doesn't involve the Chiefs, but it's glorious. It's fantastic. Love it. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Don't forget to catch Patrick Mahomes on the drive every Monday at 2.15 with CDOT on your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. So the flex is back for the, uh, for the NFL, but, and they are flexing. Let me oh tell my goodness. you. Yeah. So uh, week 15, it is next weekend. There's going to be a, a triple header on Saturday on CBS. And then they bumped the, the Sunday night game as well. They rearranged the Sunday night game is going to be a Raiders Patriots. I yeah, believe nobody wants that. And now I don't know how many Giants commanders, Giants commanders, playoff implications. It does. It does. It does. They'll be wearing those big hats and Mm -hmm. everything. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. So that's got, that got moved out of the Sunday game. Uh, But also the Saturday slate Vikings, Colts, (laughs) Ravens, Browns. And then the night game on Saturday, Miami at Buffalo. I am so excited for this one. Can there be another blizzard, please? Yes, please. Give me a blizzard. Give me a snow game. Give me something Next. on television that has me captivated. A week from right? Saturday, I want a blizzard. You can get one of those Dairy Queen any day. You don't got to oh, wait until next Saturday. Oh, I thought I was like, you know, that day you only get it. Oh, 
I love it though. Dolphins Bills Saturday night. Yeah, I think we that's can gonna all be fun. Watch that unencumbered. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> right. Well, isn't that when the Gasparilla Bowl is being played? Oh or, boy, or is Missouri oh, going to try no. to get that's, out of that now because we got the Dolphins the and Bills after. or that's something? The week, that's oh. the weekend. Okay, I'm just making they've sure cleared the, they've cleared the deck for that. Well, we got some guy. You know, cleared Mitch Morris played at uh, Missouri. He's in Buffalo. So the, we don't uh, want to step on his toes. Chiefs are at Houston, and I was told that has to happen. The game has to be played. The Chiefs at Houston. Um, yeah, oh. it has to be played. <laughs> uh, I heard they were going to flex that to 9 a.m. Yeah, which you um, wouldn't care about if they no, did. No, it'd be now. awesome. Like, yeah. So uh, that game has to be played, but we can at least see Bills Dolphins. Uh, yeah. Saturday night. I that's like cool. that a lot. That, that's going to be a good one. And I, I'm hoping it snows. I'm hoping it's magical. I'll be rooting for the Dolphins as much as it pains me to do so. But we need somebody to step up and beat the Bills. So good job by the NFL giving you the opportunity to potentially have one of those great snow games. The, the the best snow game that I remember. And then two other teams playing for playoff spots in the two early games, right? Yeah, Vikings, right, right. Vikings, and then uh, who knows what the Browns are? I mean, I don't know. Maybe they spoilers, are. too. Who knows what the Ravens are going to be? But that, right? that, the Ravens are battling for a, for a postseason it's, it's spot. A good, so. It's a good division game. Yep. But but the, the, the snow game that I always think about when I think about these snow games is the tuck rule game. I mean, that, that was one of the great scenes in NFL history when it comes to watching a game in the elements. That tuck rule game on that Saturday night up in New England, there was so much snow. It was night. The, the snow and the lights reminds me looking out the window as a kid open for a snow day. Like, I love that game. It's 20 years ago. I still think about that tuck rule game and how fantastic it was to watch that thing. I'm hoping what we see with Buffalo and Miami that Saturday night gives us that same type of game where we come in on Monday morning and everybody's like, oh, my God, how awesome was that thing up in Buffalo, man? That was so cool. So let's go ahead and do this one and not move it to Detroit. Yes, that would be, that would be the, the hope as well. <laughs> the problem with this is, though, Bob, is I think we're still going to be rooting against the Bills. That's what I'm saying. We right? have to root for the Dolphins in this one. But yeah. the Dolphins travel terribly. Yes, they do. They're not good in Buffalo. Like their yeah. defense doesn't travel. Right. They just pick up one of the local high school teams to play defense for them yeah, on the road. They're they're, yeah. they're good at home. They have like home road splits that are not good. Yeah. No, they're not. They're not going to win this game up in Buffalo. I'll tell you that yeah, right especially now. Especially the conditions stink. No yeah, chance. No chance. Do you think two is going to go out there? Kid who grew up in Hawaii. You want to play in the snow, right? No. Went to Alabama, plays in Miami now. No chance he's going to want to play in the snow. Not a chance he's going to want to go out there and throw that ball around in the snow. But I'm still hoping for the snow. I'm still hoping for it because I want it to be a beautiful scene on TV. And then that that defense, little dirty little secret about the Dolphins defense, um, they've given up in their division like 70 more points than the nearest team. Wow. And they beat Buffalo. Yeah. So yeah. who that, I mean, oh, 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 you mean overall, oh, overall. not just in their division. Yeah. Okay. No, in their division, they're the worst defense in their division. Right. Right, along the likes of, I don't know, giving up in terms of points, uh, Chargers, mm -hmm. Colts, Browns, Dolph. That Dolphin team's got a lot of names on that thing, too, and they're a well, not great defense. It's very reminiscent of... 2019 here in Kansas city or 20, I guess it was 2018 here in Kansas city where you had a dynamic offense that had to go out there and score 40 points a game. Cause if you didn't, you weren't going to win, right? We, we experienced that. If the dolphins do it right, they will revamp their entire defense at the end of the season. Like the chiefs revamped their defense after the end of that 2018 season going into the 2019 season, if they do it right. Yeah. Not a lot of teams do it. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, but they, I think they tried to do it this year. They signed a whole bunch of guys you've heard of. 
They did the guys you've well, heard that, of. That doesn't win you games. Defense. Yeah. And, uh, and, it, and it hasn't paid off. Draft and, me guys I never heard of and turn them into stars like Nick Bolton. Yeah. And yeah. Willie Gay and Legereus Sneed, Trent McDuffie, George Karloftis. That's the way you got to do it. Did you avoid as much media yesterday as possible? As much media yesterday? Yeah, yeah. like reaction and... Oh, to the... to the Yeah, yeah. oh, God, yeah. And it, it, I, I, spent, I spent the day averting my eyes. I did, like, too. I'm 45 years old, and I still get pissed by losses. Like, it's really bizarre because the Chiefs lose not all that often, right? No. We're not... We, we don't lose a lot around here these days, right? But I still wake up the day after a loss and really for the entire day after the loss, I still act like eight year old Bobby after waking up and the giants lost a game. And I didn't want to read the paper back back then. It was just the newspaper. So I didn't go out and get the paper, right? You didn't have all the 24 hour sports channels and the internet and all that kind of stuff. when we were children. So I found myself being that eight year old Bobby again yesterday. Like I, I wanted to sit down and watched the Monday night game. And it was like in the six o'clock hour or whatever it was. And so I, I flip on ESPN. I'm like, I can't do it. I just can't because I know as soon as I turn it on, I'm going to see highlights from that game. And what what's the first thing that I see? Chris Berman going, back, 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 back to Cincinnati. I'm like, oh, God, I got to get out of this thing. I, I, just, I, I love and I loathe at the same time. The fact that a 45-year-old man still feels this way over losses like I did when I was a kid. Because it means it's still fun. It means I still love it. I still love the NFL. I love the football aspect of things. And and the losses still pain me. I wonder, like like, like Andy Reid and Steve Spagnuolo, those guys have a great job of of moving forward. And I'm not even going to put the players in this because at the end of the day, we've talked about how fans are always going to care more than players. It's just the way it is, right? But, like, if I'm feeling like this, like, if you're Andy and those guys, how do you, like, a, how do you get up and get motivated to go no, the next it's, day? It's a, it's a great skill set because I, I fall into the camp of, on a day like yesterday, we can say bad stuff about our team, but you can't. Yeah. And so I'm just avoiding anything, like, national or highlights or whatever. Like, I don't want to see anything bad said about my team. Right. We can dissect it all we want here, but I don't want to, I don't want to see you guys talk about it. You could talk about it. So I was like averting everything, everything from any, uh, so I'm not alone. Like this. No, I was, I was fully in that camp yesterday. Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody because not everybody's in everything, but a lot of people feel like I did yesterday, right? Like the eight year old little boy and you whose football team loses on a Sunday and you're upset on Monday. You don't read the newspaper. 24 hour rule does not apply to us. I'm out now. I'm at, you know, I'm on to Denver now. I'm on to Denver now after, uh, after, you know, yesterday, but I'm, I'm just, I'm glad in a way that I still wake up and I still go F this (laughs) (laughs) at 45, man. (laughs) I can't believe I'm going to say this, but poor Nathaniel Hackett. We'll get to that next. You're listening to Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967. Hey, this is Brett Veach. Please stop playing Brett Veach Town. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.